Have you been thinking about how to take great care of your clients? Well, it turns out that one of the answers is to take really, really great care of your team. Stay tuned to learn more. Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Team Success. I was completely inspired by talking to a client the other day, and I wanted to share this idea because to my mind, it just encapsulated a dynamic that's really, really true in companies, but we don't necessarily always think about it this way. So let me share with you the example. So I was talking to one of my clients who's often on my weekly planning calls, his name's Charlie, and he had really done a great job of taking care of his team. And he did it by, in this case, it was actually giving him a financial bonus. Now he's in retail. So over the last year, 2020, obviously with COVID and the pandemic, you know, frontline workers were our grocery, were our retail, were, you know, people who are delivering goods. And this is the field that he's in. And he just did a really good job of publicly acknowledging his team throughout the year, but then also giving them a financial bonus at the end just to say thank you. His team's been doing a great job with their customers and clients throughout the year, but I just felt like he did a brilliant job of filling up his team. So you can think of it in terms of fuel or energy or battery pack, or whatever analogy is useful for you. But he really did a great job of acknowledging people. And then they then paid that forward to their clientele. I thought, oh, this is a great way of thinking about this particular issue. And You know, we have lots of different ways of thinking about team members, but the way that he was handling it, to my mind, was particularly intelligent, wise, strategic, all of those things. So I want to have this conversation. So what I'm talking about is how do we fill up our team so that they are so full, they're, you know, in a state of abundance, and then they have that much more to give to the people that you're ultimately serving, because that's what we want. We want our core values to flow through. We want people well taken care of. We want people well served, if that's a word that's really meaningful for you. And how do we do that? So the why of why we do it, I think, is pretty straightforward. Again, our business model is based on us not doing everything, but our team of who's, to use our who, not how structure, to really take care of our clients. And we can't be in front of all of our customers, all of our clientele. So we need other people who are going to do a great job on our behalf. In a lot of cases, actually, they'll do an even better job than we would do because their area of expertise is much better suited to what's required. But how do we charge them up? How do we fuel them with what's important? One of the ways of thinking about it that's super helpful is actually Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So if you want to take a look at your team members as people, not as things, these are investments, not costs, to use another one of our models, but you want to help take care of them on all five levels of Maslow's hierarchy. So for example, physiological needs, air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, reproduction, well, not going to take care of all of those, but certainly, you know, the money that you pay them, the time off that they get is definitely going to help them deliver on those things for themselves and their family. Then, you know, safety has actually been a major issue. Most times, unless you're in a physically risky business, which isn't that many of us, you know, that's not a huge thing. But during COVID, it absolutely has been. You know, is the environment safe? Is the ventilation there? Is PPE equipment readily available? Are we taking care of, are people wearing masks if that needs to happen in the environment that you're in? So people's safety needs, you know, a lot of us have had to pay way more attention to that than we ever have before. You know, strategic coach is a coaching business. Not a lot of physically risky activities happen (laughs) in our coaching workshops, 
But, you know, we've actually all moved to Zoom. But if we do go in the office, we have to make sure things are sanitized. We need to make sure the air filtration is there. We have to make sure that people are wearing masks and are physically distanced. So safety has really become a much bigger deal this year than almost any others. Now, the other one is love and belonging. One of the things that's, I think, really critical is that people feel like they belong to something that's bigger than they are, that the work that they're doing is meaningful. We have a lot to do with that. The sense of friendship, intimacy, family, sense of connection is the definition. And when people feel like they're part of a team, you know, when you get together for team meetings, when you pull little social get-togethers sometimes, when you send people meals, when you, you know, have a little after hours, you know, social hours, something like that. That's really meaningful for that sense of belonging. When you treat people as part of a group that's important, then that's a key way to do that. And now, normally I would say this is the area that we're used to hanging out, and this has to do with esteem. So respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, freedom. You know, this is where we really start to build on people's sense of self-confidence, their sense of what they're contributing. And in coach, this is where our idea of unique ability comes in. Are people doing what they're best at, what they most love to do, where their contribution lies? Some people that's relationships, some people that's tasks, some people that's a combination. But really recognizing what we appreciate about people is a phenomenal way to validate their self-esteem. And then the last point of Maslow's hierarchy is self-actualization. Do people get to keep getting better at who they are and be their best self. And all the ways that we can do that, you know, and support people to be the best person that they can be, you know, if we're able to address people's needs in this way, first of all, they're going to deliver spectacular results to whomever they serve in your organization, including your clientele and customers. They're also going to share that with other people on your team and then also give that back to you. So you're going to be getting the very best out of people when you can help fill them up in these particular categories. And a great person I heard a speech back in March, actually, and he talked about normally we operate on the top part of this pyramid, but actually we've had to shift down to focusing on the bottom of the pyramid, which has to do with physiological needs and safety needs and belonging. So it may be different than what you've been thinking. And if you've been wondering why people are so grateful to be connected, even on Zoom, you know, if you're wondering why people are so worried It's because they've shifted what they require from you. So you might be wondering, how in Lord's name do you actually take action on these things? And Strategic Coach has a phenomenal tool called the Opportunity Filter. This is all about how you really gauge whether or not someone's a great opportunity for you in terms of a relationship. It also, though, works backstage because we have our way of talking about front stage is everything to do with your clients. Backstage is everything to do with your team and your processes. And there's five different areas that I think could be really helpful. So one of the ways you can make sure that you are supporting your team in this particular way and addressing their issues is to make sure that you are utilizing their best talents, really taking advantage of their unique contribution that it is that they have to make. So first of all, you want to utilize their capabilities. You know, the word use comes up, utilizes a little bit more effective in this terminology. I want to be utilized by my clients, by my team, for all of the things that I am really great at. Things I'm not so good at, please don't use me for those, but I want to be fully utilized for my unique ability. Also, appreciate. So number one is utilize. Are you utilizing your team, team's unique capabilities? Are you appreciating them? And appreciating simply means saying nice things, not taking their efforts and their time for granted, not taking their results for granted, and just expressing 
a deep appreciation for their contribution, especially if they're operating in a more risky environment than they are used to. Next is rewarding them. This is what my friend Charlie did. In that reward means pay. <laughs> this means acknowledging people for the above and beyond that they've done this year. It means taking care of people financially. You know, there's lots of different types of rewards, but you know, appreciation is kind of the emotional reward, and then financial is the tangible reward. The more we appreciate people in that form, the better they are able to take care of themselves and their family and their dreams. They get to fund their dreams with what you're paying them. And then fourth is enhance. So as a result of working with you and the work that they're doing in your company, are they able to actually get better at what they're already good at? So this means they're growing as a person. This meets a lot of the self-esteem and self-actualization needs. So are they getting better at their unique capabilities as a result of the work that they're doing? That is very exciting. A lot of our team members are natural learners. They want growth. I mean, it's the, probably the number one driver for millennials. In addition to working for a company that does work that they think is meaningful, you know, being able to learn and grow is a massive motivator for people. It's actually another way to reward them, to be honest. And lastly, do you refer them? Not only, you know, do you say nice things, but I know for me, like I love sharing our team's wins with other team members, other team leaders. I like to take advantage. I'm like, can I borrow your brain? Because you're so much better at this than I am. And when people say that to me, I find it flattering, allows me to be useful. And, you know, I think it works in reverse too. So, you know, when you're able to say, oh, you know what, this person would have the perfect talent for your project over here. That's a way that they refer that. So when you're conscious about utilizing, appreciating, rewarding, enhancing, and referring your team's unique capabilities, guess what? They do that back for you. So if you think about it, they're going to deliver on their best capabilities to your clientele. They're going to say nice things about you to other people, maybe back to you too. They're going to help generate the revenue that rewards everyone for the efforts that they're doing as a whole. Your whole company is going to get better and they're going to refer you. They're going to refer you to other clientele, to their friends and family, and to other team members that could come and work with you. A great question could be, are my team members referring our company? Is it something they would recommend to their friends? Hey, you want to come work here? And lots of us have referral programs to get new team members in. But if people are like, eh, nah, you won't like it. <laughs> Not a great thing. So I actually think being referable is hugely important in this realm. So that could be an aspirational goal for you. You know, find out if you're not being referred by your other team members, why not? And then quickly to address these issues. But I think with what we've talked about already, you probably got some clues about this. So just to give you those five things again, Utilize, appreciate, reward, enhance, and refer. When you're able to do that for your team, they're going to feel completely filled up and then be able to deliver all the phenomenal value that they have front stage. And so, again, the last point I want to leave you with is that the more filled up people are, the more they have to give to others. If you're, you know, appreciative and grateful to them, hopefully they'll reflect that back to you. But for sure, you want to make sure that they have so much to give your clientele you know, if they're feeling abundant, they're going to share that with other people. If they're feeling a sense of scarcity, guess what? Their tank is not full. They don't have enough to give other people. So by really taking care of our team, they can take care of our clients. 
which is, I think, what we're all up to and what we want. So I hope this is an interesting way for you to think about it. Thank you, Charlie, for inspiring me. And, you know, any insights or comments you have on this conversation, I would love to hear it. Oh, my last point, if they seem to be taking what you're giving and not sharing it out, that might be a clue that they may not be a right fit or that there's an opportunity for multiplication by subtraction. But I have to say, in my experience, that is a very, very small percentage of your team. Most of them are just so appreciative and so grateful and they will rave about you as a company and attract other great team members to them. So it's not a huge danger if you ask me. All right, again, any questions or comments, please let me know at questionsastrategicoach.com. Love to hear from you. Love to have this conversation be ongoing. And as always, thank you so much for listening and here's to your team success.